Wow, Halloween time, daylight savings time, the election's coming up, and it all culminates this week on the podcast from Crapper Creek. Thank you, Glenner. That's me. I'm your lovely host. Got a great show. Uh, lovely Maria joins us this week. We're going to talk about pushing buttons for sex, plus some nerd news. Comedian actor John Doerr joins us for a bit we call Best Gig, Worst Gig. We've got the Idiot of the Day with my good friend Jerry Evans, plus Halloween fun. Questions to ask before getting a costume. Scary stories in four words. And what are we going to do with that extra hour Sunday morning? All that coming up on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Time for questions to ask yourself before buying a Halloween costume. So, do I wear a face mask over my Halloween costume, under it, or just one on both sides? How many other people are doing the Mike Pence fly head this year? Should I buy it at Sears or a Halloween superstore? Oh, wait, they're the same, same thing now, right? Never mind. At this point, will anyone even recognize a Tiger King reference? Am I attending a Zoom Halloween party? Or will my costume require pants? When the pictures hit social media Monday morning, will I still have a job? Is Halloween even happening this year? <laughs> so if you're married, and, or even if you're not, but you live with your significant other and you want to have more sex, they've come up with a cool device. I got to run this by Maria. Hey, darling, what's going on? Hey, uh, I was just getting this uh, cool idea. This is so funny. It's a Kickstarter campaign called Love Sync. Get this. It's a pair of buttons. If you don't ask your partner to have sex as often as you want because you hate getting rejected, now there's something because, you know, if they're not in the mood. A Kickstarter, here it is. Uh, if your partner, here it is, you have a button and you have a, one on either side of your bed. And if you're in the mood, you press the button when you're in the mood to, to do it. If your partner also pushes their button, then your buttons start to grow green, green and you know you're both in the mood. Really? Yes. Why don't you just send a text? <laughs> <laughs> or me. I just send you a photo of my junk. It's a subtle reminder oh that God. I'm in the mood. That's really pathetic. <laughs> yeah. So it's a green button. So let's yeah, well, see. You remember back in the day when we made that uh, sex for free card? Oh, right, right. You laminated them. Those didn't work either. No, no. You know, oh, you can use these ones. No. Fine. Let's Here, go. Here's the thing. What guy is not going to be constantly putting this, pushing this damn button? It's going to be clicking it day and night. It's like Pavlov's dog. I'm just going to keep pushing the button no, no, no. until the chick, hopefully the, the it turns green. Take the batteries out. <laughs> <laughs> use them on something else. I got to go. All right. So uh, that or I was thinking of the newest thing, uh, right. Invisible pajamas that's what i'm getting you for valentine's day i already have some oh, the, well you sleep naked that doesn't count but it's the same thing so i don't know if you've seen this for halloween it's uh they, they do it every year it's pretty cool uh it's a game you can kind of play or, or something you can write you're supposed to uh, a scary story in four words four words can you do it check it out here's here's a good example Muffled crying, empty house. 
What was that noise? That's not my hand. They are almost here. See, that one's even scarier if you whisper it. Some of these... I'm right behind you. See, that's scary. Unless he said, like, I'm right behind you. Then it's suddenly not scary. Alone, the door creaks. See what they're doing there? I kind of get it. I guess. I could think of scarier ones, like, I think I'm pregnant. Let's talk about politics. I forgot my mask. The internet is down. It ran out of Oreos. She was a he. I burnt the pizza. You may be adopted. Oh my God, I didn't hit save. <laughs> Broken condom. No period. President Hillary Rodham Clinton. Bet a thousand dollars on beers. No more toilet paper. <laughs> These scary things, man. Seeing parents having sex. Wife check browser history. Followed by, we need to talk. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Live from the cabin uh, in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Good to have you here with us. And uh, Glenn, with you as usual on this fine day as things chill out a little bit. Time to bring in, uh, you know, we love talking with some of our comic friends here on the show. We've got so many that we've made over the years that have come up and we can't wait when this goes away and the blue loon comes back and all the planets align uh, to have these guys back up into our lives and bring us some laughter because God knows we all need it. And one of the funniest guys I know and one of my favorite comics I've uh, not only like to watch but work with and just hang out with, and that's the one and only, my dear friend, Mr. John Doerr, and he's with us right now. Johnny, how are you, buddy? Glenn, are doing well. A pleasure to be here. I love joining you from Crapper Creek, Alaska. This is wonderful. How, what, what's it like in studio there today? Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it smells like fish, but other than that, it's okay. Uh, I, I had the damper set on the wood stove, so I filled the place with smoke to start the show, burnt the coffee, and yeah, I left some fish sticks out from the other day that I just now found. So other than that, everything is fine. Of course, now a lot of you may not know John, of course, another one of those... Uh, uh, famous uh, uh, world-renowned comics that moved to Alaska to steal our women, and uh, that's what he's done. He lives. You live in Juneau these days, and believe it or not, down in Juneau. But you've been, of course, flying in and out of Juneau and uh, doing some shows uh, still, where uh, there are shows in Canada. I, I hear you've been working. Yeah, you do this every time. By the way, you say I flew here and stole a woman. I just want you. To, I want the listeners to know it's totally consensual. It's not like I like I stole a woman. I mean, we moved in together. We made the decision. We split the rent. Uh, I'm a feminist, so I, I don't. I don't like that. But yeah, I have been performing uh, in Canada. I actually went down and did a, a show recently and quite enjoyed myself. It's actually something I was going to talk to you about in depth in uh, in our conversation today. Wonderful. I'd I, I like to hear about that, as a matter of fact, uh, as well, especially because uh, comedy is just kind of hard to find nowadays, hard to perform. Uh, we did our outdoor show up here in uh, 
I say in Alaska, but you're in Alaska, so up here in the interior. And uh, we'd love to try to get you to come up and do the outdoor show. Of course, we're going to freeze our nads off doing it, but it'll be a blast. And uh, the last Glenner, one was you a don't, lot of fun. You, by the way, you don't own women. You're, it's not like I stole some property of yours. Like I moved to Alaska and stole some of your women. Uh, they don't belong to Alaska. They kind of do. You, you're not the ambassador of Alaskan women either. And if you are, you're doing a terrible job. I'm simply saying there are not that many women to go around up here. And when you guys come up here with all your good looks and your funny jokes and you take them away, it's one less for the rest of us. You know what? I do appreciate what you just said about my looks and my funny jokes. So you're right. Uh, I apologize for stealing one of the ladies. Okay, so uh, this is a segment of the show we love to do with uh, comics that come up and have been on the show. Now, you did this with us a long time ago. I think when you were in studio, I usually, and I may very well have a recording of one, but it may have changed. And of course, the only rule that applies here is that whether your best gig or your worst gig, neither of them can be in Alaska. That takes all the heat off you and doesn't make things awkward for the rest of us. No worries, no worries. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alaska shows are never the best and never the worst anyway. So, not a problem. <laughs> See, somehow that was kind of backhanded. But you know what? I'll take what I can get. So, uh, let's start your, your best gig ever. The best gig you think that just rocked. Which one was that, John? It was in Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> I met my girlfriend and stole her away from the Alaskan community. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it can't be about Alaska. No, I asked so for that. Gig, I asked what? for that. Sure, I asked for there's, that. There's there's so many, I don't want to say so many best ones, but I mean, it's always fun. So there's always something to take away. Most recently then, uh, performing. So did it, I've just been going crazy not performing in the pandemic. And I hadn't done a show since March 5th. So on September 25th, I performed for the first time. So that's about what, seven months off. And I'm telling you to just sit on material that you write in the midst of a pandemic and you don't get on stage to practice and rehearse and figure out to go live on stage for a television taping felt so good. It oh, kind of wow. felt like, and like having a little bit of the experience and then the desire to get on stage and the excitement and the nerves of not knowing exactly where the beats are. So fun. So yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. My most recent gig is probably my best. Wow. You're only as good as your last show. Well, and sure. Right now I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> mm. But now you said taping for television. Which show was that you were on? The stand-up show again. It's for CTV, in, in another Canada. one of Canada's right. broadcasters. Yeah, right. But you'll uh, get excellent. it online. Okay, mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay, so and of course, uh, but uh, all those times with Conan. Now you've been on with Conan uh, during this thing on a fairly regular basis as well. No, I just did one. Yeah. I oh, it's just the one. I thought I saw two on there, but I, I remember the one with you in the car, and it was brilliantly funny. I loved it. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah, trying to do stand up from a car with a six year old in the back. Yeah. It was, it was, that was very difficult. Uh, it's great. Oh, well, thank you. I was annoyed. I was annoyed at her. But, but she plays a lot. She does I such I a was good. That little girl does such a good job. Well, agree to disagree. I thought she was a uh, negative influence on my performance. She was and, interrupting me as well. And pedestrian at Because best. she's a kid. She doesn't need to be praised. All right. I don't want her hooked on praise, number one. No, no. You got to keep she her. she shouldn't be praised for negative behavior. The, sh- the set would have been better if she wasn't there. <laughs> okay. So let's get on now. Uh, best gig, worst gig. Wait, your best gig you just nailed uh, coming back to uh, comedy after six months. So uh, what was the worst gig you remember? One that just uh, where something horrible went wrong and it just never recovered. How about the gig that I don't remember being the worst gig? It's I got a phone call. 
Actually, no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a better one. Okay. I just wanted to just pop in my head. Uh, so performing in Las Vegas on a Monday night to about 35 people at the Comedy Stop, and uh, the show didn't go well. Um, and so the next morning I got a phone call, and my agent said they're going to replace you or they want to demote you to uh, to the middle act, and then the middle act is going to be the feature because the management didn't like what I was doing. Wow! So I thought, fine, no big deal. The money's not going to change. I take it. I'll take the hit. I don't yeah. care. I'm hanging out in Vegas. You're making a money. Comedy club. I don't care. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, so I, I go in the next day, and I just want to make peace with everyone. And I know there's an elephant in the room, so I'm talking to. I'm talking to the middle who's now becoming the feature and, and the manager was there as well. And I said, Hey guys, look, I understand. Let's not, let's just have a great week. I'm totally fine with this. Let's have fun. And then the feature said, Oh, that's great news. Good. I've just been wanting to be awkward. I'm like, nothing awkward. All good. So the feature walked away and then the manager who made the decision was standing there. And I said, yeah, I get it. I understand. I didn't think some of my material was appropriate for the audience. And he said that, and we're trying to get the laughs up in the room. <laughs> Like, Leonard, I was already the bigger person, right? I, 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 I said, hey, I get it. Not a problem. Let's move on. I'm trying to be the bigger person. And wow. he throws a, we're trying to get, so then for the rest of the week, every time I saw the manager walk through the back of the room, I stopped whatever I was doing and asked the audience, are you enjoying the show? And they, <laughs> they would applaud and I'd say, good, I'm trying to get the laughs up in the room. I would not let him have it. <laughs> Well, just a little salt in the wounds. Ouch. But at least the good news, like you said, you're getting paid. It's a paycheck. It doesn't matter. Everybody's had that bad show, and that's the only thing you got to keep in your head is, hey, I'm getting paid for this anyway. Oh, I could care less. Yeah. In a shitty Vegas room, you just want to survive and not lose all your money, which yeah. I did anyway. <laughs> that's the one and only John Dorn. That's why we bring him in. John, I want to bring you back for the idiot of the day to help us out again sometime soon, if that's cool. Uh, anytime you when you call i answer and if i don't i call back right away there you go that's my man john door folks thanks so much buddy you take care now thanks letter bye-bye all right daylight saving time uh ended which crap I, it's fucking stupid i I never really figured i mean they've said for years now they used to do it you know for um to help out with energy and lights and then for farming and for everything else. And then they figured out, oh, that is bullshit, but let's just keep it anyway for the same reason they kept hemp illegal for 70 fucking years. <laughs> Daylight saving time. The day and time, the day's going to come when we're going to look back and go, really? We did that twice every year? What the fuck were we thinking? Some places do it, some just ignore it entirely. You know, Arizona, ignore it entirely. Kind of like they do black people. But hey, you know, uh, at least, you know, every uh, end of uh, October, early November, it gives us an extra hour to get things done, right? Is that what you did? No, it's not what you did at all, did you? You either stayed out an extra hour or you slept an extra hour. You didn't really do anything productive with that extra hour of time, right? I mean, you know. You didn't like polish off the rest of the Halloween candy. So there's nothing left but Nico wafers and Smarties. Maybe you made a list of all the topics not to bring up at your Thanksgiving dinner. See, you could have been more productive with your time is what I'm getting at. Could have headed over to the local Fred Meyer store. Check out the Valentine's Day decorations. Because you know, those fucking things are up now that Halloween's gone. Getting right in on it, man. Everybody is. Why not? Maybe you're going to vote early or you're so busy posting hashtag vote, you forgot to vote. Did you do that? Maybe you listen to one Grateful Dead song. That takes about an hour. 
Maybe you made sweet love. Did you have some sex? A little sexy time? Yeah. And then you still got 59 minutes of sleep. See? Maybe you went over to McDonald's for another extra McRib, right? Thought about all the things you had to be thankful for. Then watch TV for an hour and 56 minutes. Maybe you replace the batteries in your life-saving devices. You know, you're supposed to do that. Your, your uh, smoke alarms, detectors, your sex toys. Got to get the 10-inch two-headed dildo vibrator properly working. Stockpile the perishables in your panic room. Organize your anti-anxiety meds. Whatever you got to do. Prepare that clock on the stove to be wrong for the next six fucking months. That's an easy one. It's time to play the idiot of the day, and we have our special guest that's going to be joining us here and there to do this. And that would be a gentleman who sat right across from me for many a year. Mr. Jerry huh? Evans is with us. Jerry, what's going on? Hey! hey. How you doing, man? Hey! This is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's called radio. It's novelty. I'll try it out. Hey, um... <laughs> hold on. I didn't even think there was such a thing anymore. <laughs> hold on. Here we go. <clears throat> it's time for the crapper idiot of the day. Time for our right. idiot of the day. We got the that's all, it's all official now. We have a theme song. So wow, um, that's impressive. Yeah, that it really is a lot. Uh, really, think so. Um, <laughs> all right, so here let's go with our first one. Okay. Uh, I I gotta say I respect the guy's approach to an alien invasion. Step one: report the invasion to authorities. That's what everybody well, should do. Step two: sure, of course. Uh, if for, authorities don't step up to save humanity, you got to handle things your damn self. And that's yeah. th- that's what this guy wanted to do. Twenty-eight-year-old James Florent from Vera Beach, Florida, called nine one one around one forty-five a.m. Okay, Florida, one forty-five a.m. Okay, no. Anyway, he he wanted to report something serious. He said, "Quote: Seeing aliens, little ones flying low to the ground. Thought the cops might want to take care of the aliens. FYI, they're out there. Um, but if they didn't." He said he would have to quote, and I quote, go Independence Day on their ass. Yeah. Uh, in other words, you know, he's going to take him out himself. He's going to go all Will Smith, I guess. You sure Will Smith or not like uh, Tom Cruise ponytail wheelchair? Might have been that way. <laughs> I don't. Oh, no, I, I don't. I don't. That was Fourth of July, so technically that was Independence Day also. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's, I don't, I think he was, I think he had plans to go jiggy on it. He's going to get jiggy with it. (laughs) In hindsight, you know, you're probably right. And funny, the cops came out, but, uh, didn't see the aliens, but they did end up arresting him, however, for misuse of 911. So, let me get this. Let me get this straight. So the aliens are still out there? <laughs> That's a, they didn't do anything oh, about them. Oh my god! We're gonna that'll Just be like on in the movies. It'll be it'll be in the tomorrow. All right, now for our next okay. idiot, uh, we go to Ireland. There's more. Yeah. Well, there's two. The idea. All right, Jesus. Uh, the idea is there's two idiots, and then you okay. get to choose which one is worthy of the title. Right. There's so there's so some. Two, so two, not counting you. Got it. Okay. So there's another god. one coming. Got it. People wonder why I do a one-man show. A guy in Ireland <laughs> called the cops to report he'd left a bag on a train. I got my baggage uh, and left it on a train. Described the bag and everything. They said, what was in the bag? He said, well, $47,000 of cocaine. Wow. 
in Ireland, which sounds wow. weird. So yeah, he was just sentenced. By the way, they 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 uh, went to the train he mentioned. They found the bag, and it did have the cocaine. He called. They called and said, "Hey, we have your bag." He came down. They arrested him. He's doing four <laughs> years in prison. Well, that was that wasn't very nice. No, I'm wondering how he figured that was going to turn out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the outcome was he was looking for, but uh, I don't think it was four years in prison. Did he tell him it was magically delicious? <laughs> I don't know. Is that is in Ireland. <laughs> it's just Guinness. It's just Guinness in there. Don't look in it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I get to pick which one. Yeah. Here's what, why not call the train company and not tell them anything about the contents of the bag? Yeah. But the cops, all right. Anyway, yeah, so now, who is our idiot? The guy that uh, saw the aliens and was going to go Will Smith on them, or the guy that called the cops because he uh, lost his uh, $47,000 of cocaine in a bag you on know the what? train? I think it's cut and dry. It has to be the idiot that called and told him it was cocaine because in the other guy's mind, he saw aliens. He saw aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was he was convinced, and he was ready to take care of the problem himself, and that's commendable. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. That's Jerry Evans helping us out once again with the idiot of the day, dude. Always good. We'll get you back to do it again. All right, sounds good, buddy. Nice man. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. At that time of the morning, this is the educational part of the show where we look at the world of science with something we call nerd news. All right, let's take a look. Uh, Some of the headlines uh, we're looking at in science this week. Some fascinating stuff. Fascinating. The annual Small World Photo Contest winners were announced. First place went to a top-down shot of a tiny zebrafish, but third place might be the best. It's a close-up photo of a snail's tongue. Or it was a snail dick pic. We're not... Who's going to know? Who knows? Do you know the difference between a snail's dick and its tongue? No, you don't. You didn't even know they had either. I don't even know they have a dick, but apparently they, they do have a tongue. Astronomers recently watched a black hole rip apart a star. And then their uh, paper came out on this very subject uh, this very week. The real scientific term for what uh, this did to the star is, here's what they call it, spaghettification. That's right, the word spaghetti with fication on the end of it. Spaghettification. So now the science world is just making shit up. Uh, we call that the mac and cheese string theory. That's bullshit. Uh, this would be big news for dogs with clueless owners. Researchers in South Korea, they built a device that can absorb heat when it's left in an enclosed space, like a hot car. So it'll absorb all the heat so your dog doesn't die. Because you're a bonehead dickhead that took your dog in a hot car. Leave him home, you dumbass. That was a bit harsh, but come on. There's lots of apps that can help you track buses and trains in real time, but a new study at Ohio State found that you're more if you go by them, there, you're more likely to miss your ride because uh, you can't. We trust apps way too much, and bus drivers and they'll often like go faster to make up missed time. So you, if you go by the app, you'll probably miss it, unless you're just home going. 
huh, I wonder how fast the buses are moving in the city of Baltimore. That way you can visit Baltimore's train system without fucking getting shot. A new study tried to figure out what our blood tastes like to mosquitoes. (laughs) And the answer? Delicious. Really? Well, no shit. I mean... They're sucking our blood. They're com- the minute they see us, they can't wait to get their little thing inside of our flesh. That sounded dirty. Of course, it's not something they hate. Of course, it's delicious. You needed science to tell you that? Dumbasses. Uh, they say possibly it makes us taste a mix of salty and sweet candy. Like a salted nut roll? That's what our blood is? See, I was thinking more like Bloody Mary's. But here's the thing. Mosquitoes, they don't really suck anyway, you know, or they do suck. They don't bite. You always say, oh, I got a mosquito bite. I was bitten. Uh, last night, we got so many bites out walking. That's because nobody wants to say they got sucked. Oh, man, last night, the mosquitoes, I got sucked all night. Mosquito bites do suck, but mosquitoes sucking kind of bites. So, and finally... Uh, Are you feeling uh, uh, sad and bored due to the pandemic? Well, a new study found that watching nature documentaries may help pull you out of it. So there you go. Watch some nature documentaries. They mean porn, right? They're talking about porn, right? Because I'm all in and I feel fantastic. Okay, time for a segment. Uh, You've probably seen the website and I love reading these and sharing them every once in a while. It's great when you think, you know, when you're thinking, ah, my, my life just isn't, ah, I got things not going good for me or down or something. All you have to do is just search around the web for people who have a worse life than you do. Suddenly yours is better, right? Google search Somalia to sometime you're down or you're worried because, you know, oh, I don't have enough beer. Yeah, just Google anything about Somalia. You'll, you'll be fine. For the rest of us, all you got to do is uh, just go online. My favorite, fuck my life. Love these. And they make total sense. These are people that, you know, they just, they're done. <clears throat> Let me read a couple to you. Today, I don't want to go to work because I hate my boss. But once I'm there, I don't want to go home because I hate my husband. I have nowhere else to go. Fuck my life. Today, I found out why the amount of mouthwash has been decreasing much recently. Doesn't seem to be changing the level. I walked in to find my dad, who was spitting most of it back into the bottle. Oh, fuck my life. (laughs) This is great. Today, I filled out a perfectly, uh, a perfect job placement test. It's where you go online, you put down all your skills, your experience, your education level, and find out what job is best based for you based on your abilities and areas of knowledge. No lie, the most compatible job it came back with was dishwasher. Fuck my life. So I'm showing my mom how to use eBay. Unfortunately, I didn't notice my recent purchase history was on display, which was a jockstrap, a bong, and a huge black love toy. Of course, she noticed all three. Hate my life. Is that uh, my uh, boyfriend's birthday? Saw he was logged in on uh, Hulu. 
sent me a request to video chat, so I took off my clothes to surprise him. Little did I know, his entire family was at the house around the computer because he, quote, wanted to show them what a great girlfriend I am. Well, at least your dad probably agrees. <laughs> Today, some dude sent me a dick pic to my phone. I was disgusted, wanted to find out who would do this. I called the cops. They matched the number to my stepfather's new cell phone. Fuck my life. Went on the best date of my life with somebody I admired for a very long time. On the car ride home, she vomited all over my lap and then informed me she was moving across country the next week. All right, great, thanks. Fuck my life. Today, at my boyfriend's house, waiting for him to shower, his mom slams a pair of panties on the table, tells me if she ever finds something like that in her son's room, uh, that he was forbidden to see her again. Turns out, they weren't my panties! Fuck my life! Finally, my husband and I were getting it on when we heard a little giggle. I put on my robe and looked outside the room, didn't see anybody, so we continued getting it on. Then we called for our seven-year-old son, who came out crawling from under the bed. <laughs> and is no doubt going to need therapy very, very soon. Fuck my life! Fuck it! Well, that about does it for another week in the cabin. Thank you so much for tuning in to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast. Uh, don't forget, follow me on Facebook, X Rock Morning Show. It's the best way to do that, or Glenner Anderson as well, if you're a fan. Uh, check out the podcast page uh, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Live from Crapper Creek, and of course on YouTube as well, Glentertainment. So, till then. We'll catch you next week right here. Make sure to leave a comment. Share it with five friends. That's all I ask. Be kind. We'll talk to you next week. Later. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.